We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello, hello, hello. Hello there. Sad greetings. <laughs> and welcome to Fool Squadron Radio. My name is Gisley. I'm Jan. And I am eight. Yeah. We're all a bit right. sad right now. This was yeah. supposed to be Points Day. Points, Points Day! Yeah. We Which even delayed the release of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but no. No points. No points. But, <laughs> but they did they did say they would do it in July. But they didn't mention what year though. So no. So it's no. July some year. So fingers crossed for 2020. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I think there are sort of like, there are two options here as to why you one day think that you're going to release a point change and the next you're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the charitable option is that they last minute discovered, uh, we just want to test this some more. Yeah. If that's yeah. the case, then it's probably fine. I mean, yeah. it's not like there's a big event that is no. having to use a completely new point scale or or not or whatever. I mean, there's really no no harm in this right now. Yeah, not really, apart from you know getting us all riled up and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> teasing us, teasing us exactly. And the other option is that FFG can't get its shit together and don't know what they're doing. So it's one of those two, I think. <laughs> It's basically best case scenario or worst case scenario. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nothing in between. Uh, yeah. Well. It does so, however, happen that we actually have a rather packed episode with a lot of topics mm-hmm. because we were not expecting this point change. So yeah. we have a lot of stuff to talk about. No. Exactly. This is great. It's awesome. But, uh, but I'm still quite set. I, I, I wanted I wanted some Imperials in hyperspace. I wanted to start making uh, a defender list. Yeah, I actually I'm actually probably, and I think this is interesting. Uh, I'm I was I'm more excited to see what the hyperspace composition will be than I am to see what points change they will make. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. Mm, that's that's a good point. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because I think I don't think there will be any really drastic point changes. No, no I like, mean, there's some things like we Earth scattering. Yeah, no, no. There's some things where we're expecting, you know, mm. things. Yeah. yeah. There's some things we'd like to see, and maybe we'll get them. And if we don't, then it'll probably be okay still. But, mm. um, but I agree. I mean, it's more like what do they do with that? Uh, that hyperspace format now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's one good thing that that happened because of this. People can still participate in your in your challenge, Jan. 
It's still they open? Can, they can. Yeah. We actually got quite a few. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so there's more if... Uh, if our overworked and underpaid editor remembers it, uh, the link will probably be repeated in the show notes. Yeah. <sighs> we'll be. We'll be. At least it got into the last one, so perhaps yeah. I am uh, not giving the editor enough credit here. No, exactly. We got the <laughs> best editor. Yeah. Yeah. As, as long as you don't have to be in the same room as him. Yeah, he smells. He does a little bit. <laughs> but then again, I mean, we pack him away when we're done using him. So. That's... Okay, but we have more news. Yeah. The First... French system open has hey. been cancelled. I was going to tell people the biggest news of them all. You were? Yeah. I own, I own six Thai aggressors now. Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Just, just saying. I mean, we talked about it the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> so. So. And you went and did it. Yeah, I, I mean, our good buddy Paul, he was selling four of them, and I just sure. Yikes! <laughs> Why not? Yeah. And I had to be the person that looked like I was buying them. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I had to take all the looks from actually walking around with four tire aggressors. Yeah. And I, I, I'm just I'm just gonna meet you in a dark alley, and and get it away from you. Exactly. And Slip I mean, you a water cash. And I mean, with it, I I I, I had my seventh Thai Phantom. I mean, if I if I own all of the Thai Phantoms, no one else is using them, so they aren't winning anything mm. big. So they must drop down in price. So win win for me. So you're saying that there's there's waiting an epic game out there with seven Duke Sigmas and uh, and six Iron Cannon Turret VTG um, aggressors. I wonder how many points that is. I don't know. One eighty six. One eighty six for all thirteen ships. Ah, wouldn't that oh, be but a that, I mean. The 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 what do you call it? the specialist uh, the uh, initiative two one with the nine cannon is uh, thirty one points. Oh yeah yeah, but we also won seven sigmas with Duke next to them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know we're getting points changed, but we're not getting those points. No no, changed. but I'm to- I'm talking epic here. Oh, yeah, in every place, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you probably want sure. veteran turret gunner for the rest of the points on the, on the aggressors. Mm. Yeah. Anyways. Any, <laughs> anyway, so the French system open was cancelled. So yeah. uh, if we sum up, that means mm-hmm. that Italy was cancelled. Mm-hmm. Netherlands was technically postponed, so cancelled. Mm-hmm. Uh, the German was postponed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Poland, Spain are still to be determined. Mm-hmm. Australia has been postponed to also to twenty one, I think. Yeah. And in the U.S., all that has been announced has been postponed, except yeah. the only one they had in Texas. So the only system open that actually still has a date that I can find is Nordics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but then again, if you, if I had done this a week ago, then I would have said it's Nordics and France. 
So, um, I don't believe, but let's see. No, but can you imagine if they actually go through with Nordics? Yeah, and Nordics being the only system open. <laughs> they can they probably sell around 1,000 tickets. <laughs> I super doubt it. I mean, <laughs> at this time, I mean, uh, we're going to have to travel for like hyperspace trials or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> Find some small one, try to win it. Pull out, pull out yeah. 186 on Iceland. Yeah. Yeah, it would be fine. You could just host the hyperspace travel. It's much easier. Then we, <laughs> then the rest of the Europe will travel to you. Yeah. I but wonder how big a tournament you can have in Nexus. We can have one, 128, I think. If we, okay. If we, if we pull all tables and stuff like that. And, 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 and sit, sit on top of each other, not observing any kind I mean, of distancing. Yeah. yeah. But, it, I mean, it's easier for me to go go abroad and come home and pull a two-week quarantine instead of bringing foreigners to Iceland. So every Icelander <laughs> will have to be quarantined. <laughs> True. Right? True, yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah. no more sad stuff. So instead, hype. Yeah. Ooh. Star Wars Squadrons. The game. Yeah. Did you see the yeah. trailer? It looks good. It looks so good. Mm -hmm. It looks really good. I mean, it's a, well, I think most people think it's a little... It, it is. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's perhaps a little bit too arcadey. Um, yeah, but they, but they do have power management in there, which really works for me. Yeah, and they've said that uh, you can use a joystick, like an old school cool. joystick, which is awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be fun. And if they can do some decent single player stuff as well mm, as yeah. uh, as the five v five PvP, it'll be fantastic. Yeah, I mean they're gonna have to do some single player stuff. Yeah, and, and, and who knows? We might get some pilots and shit out of that. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. That would be amazing. I mean, it looks really good. Yeah, the fall is going to be great. Mandalorian yeah. Season 2 and Squadrons now. Yeah. Nice. Ah, nice. Toy. Okay, another good, uh, good news. Or news. <laughs> We don't know if it's news or not, but we think so. Potential news? Potential, yeah. We got a leak. We got a leak. Yeah. Squadron packs for the first three factions, the original three factions. Yeah. So mm -hmm. this is out of uh, Lion Rampart Gaming, which yeah. is the uh, Canadian FFG distributor. Yeah, it's, a friend, it's a French Canadian, right? Yeah, but they, they do all of Canada. Okay. They are the sole distributor, at least according to their own website. So I went over them a little bit because there were a lot of people that were like, oh, it's fake. And I was like, mm, eh, it's kind of hard to fake this. So, yeah. so I did a little source vetting. So mm -hmm. first of all, 
they sell the French language stuff. Yeah. So conceivably, they could have an advanced warning on new stuff because it obviously needs to enter translation earlier, right? Mm -hmm. um, then distributors would just sell the English language stuff. So, and if you look at their website, then they also have uh, the type root, uh, the Viving, the Eta 2, the Tri-Fighter, Django Slave 1, and this mysterious continental working title or whatever it is that we saw in the previous leak. And they have the same product codes as that leak, the leak from Spain, I think it was, uh, that we talked about back like yeah. episode 60 or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, at least that's something. Um, one of the things that turned people off was like, oh, there, there are spelling errors there. So yeah. they wrote Fukutifs, but they also write uh, fantasy fight games instead yeah. of flight yeah. games on yeah. their site. So, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, come on, this is uh, this is the, in the French Canadian era. Uh, mm -hmm. Area. I don't speak French. I don't know how you spell fugitives in French. No. Uh, so it could just be that. Uh, it's a distributor. They only sell to stores. Mm -hmm. um, and then I thought I had them because they claim that they are the official FFG distributor in Canada. But if you look at FFG's website, then the official distributor is Asmodee Canada. Yeah. But uh, I think the real thing here is that it's complicated uh, because apparently... Uh, Asmodee actually acquired Lion Rampart Gamings. So Ooh, they okay. probably just refer to the company as Asmodee Canada while they yeah. themselves refer to them with their old brand name. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, and there are a lot of cases like this. If you look at the Nordics uh, yeah. on the FFT page, you can see that the official Nordic distributor is Asmodee Nordic. Mm -hmm. But the email they, they give is sales at enigmadistribution.com. Mm -hmm. um, because Asmodee bought Enigma, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, and apparently uh, FFG bought up this company 10 months ago. And if you look at LinkedIn and stuff, then they yeah. seem legit. And if you look through the other side, then from what I could see, they also have leaks for Amada stuff and uh, Legion stuff. So, yeah. I'm not saying this is legit, but I'm saying that I it don't... Looks like it. It looks legit, and it's like this. I mean, you have to be—you have to really, really want to feel fools of X-wing people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty elaborate. Yeah, it, it's very elaborate hoax for no apparent gain. I mean, what are you gaining? You're not even—if you are bringing people to a site that was filled with, you know, uh, um, sort of commercials or something that you mm -hmm. could potentially get a few dollars off clicking. Yeah. And, then maybe, but still, I mean, you're what are you attracting? A few thousand visitors at the most, so, mm -hmm. and you get like a few cents per per ad shown. So no, I don't think it would be worth it. Yeah. Anyway, so talk about talk about the packs. Let's talk about the packs. So they announced free squadron packs, uh, yeah. and they talked a little bit about this in the last. Uh, in the last stream we, we saw from FFG, actually, where but yeah. at that point it sounded like the first thing they would do is a resistance pack. Yeah. But none of mm -hmm. these sounds like resistance packs. So no, Not according to the name, so at least. 
So what I was thinking was that we would go over them sort of one by one mm -hmm. and speculate a little bit uh, what could be in them and how they could work. I mean, yeah. uh, just for reference, the last time they used the word squadron pack was yeah. with the uh, um, the Republic and uh, CIS packs. Yeah. So, and they were sort of very thorough. They had obstacles in them. They had a ton of upgrade cards. Yeah. Basically down to a point where if you bought those and you bought a damage deck and a range ruler and some templates and some dice, you didn't even need the core set. No. So we're probably expecting this as well, I think. So the first yeah. one... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The first one is the Phoenix Cell Squadron Pack. Yes. Most uh, likely a Rebel Pack. Yeah, yeah that, that must reference uh, the Rebel yeah, I mean, Phoenix Squadron. Yeah, Phoenix Squadron. I mean, I mean. Yeah, so that's Commander Sato's cell that the Ghost mm -hmm. Crew joins uh, from the start of Season 2. Yeah. Right. Uh, in, in Rebels, right? Rebels, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Rebels have about half their ships re-released. They have eight ships, uh, if you count the Ghost and Sheetapi, that's two different things, mm -hmm. uh, that are previously released, and they have nine that haven't been re-released. Yeah. And here I'm also counting the U-Wing as previously released. Yeah. Right. So what would we expect? I mean, I would expect a squadron pack also based on, again, Republic and, and CIS to be like two different ship types. Uh, so either free ships where you have like two of one and one of the other, or you have a large base ship and one small base ship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but, well, but la the, large uh, or medium, right? In in, in the. Uh, in the lore, I mean, there are Y-wings, there are A-wings, and X-wings in in the Phoenix Squadron. No, there there was also YT twenty four hundred, right? Yeah, you have the Iron yeah. Squadron uh, yeah. episode where you have a twenty four hundred. Yeah. Uh, which is actually Sato's nephew or something. Yeah. Uh, you also have the. Uh, being a part of the squadron or just yeah. being accompanied by the squadron? I mean, what I am thinking, I mean, they are just using this name mostly as a rebel thing. More than sure. just trying to put this in this yeah, yeah, specific yeah. squadron. Yeah, but, 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 I, I, but the name must be some, some kind of indicator of what kind yeah. of... I, mean, I, I agree. I mean, that is usually the case with these names, that they're not completely off. But no. if you just then say, okay, they could pretty much put anything you see in Rebels in there. Mm -hmm. So that means that you could put the 2400 in, you could put the Assault Shuttle in, mm -hmm. and you could put the Rebels High, and even the Ostok. All these ships, oh, the 2400s obviously have other media, but, uh, but it's also present here. But the three others, the Assault Shuttle, the Rebels High, and the Ostok, are mm -hmm. all sort of uh, from Rebels. Right. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's a thing. Um, yeah. And also, will those packs have three ships or one big and one small? That's our guess. And 
that would be my guess also for when you look at cost and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So if it's a large base, then it usually cost about twice as much as a small base. So, mm -hmm. so that could work out, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't think they would put a new small base ship with a large base. I don't I think so either, uh, because uh, unless unless it's a small base ship where you only need like one of them usually, uh, because yeah. they would want you to be able to like they wouldn't put uh, let's say uh, uh, the C ninety five. They it, it they let's say they for some reason thought that belonged to Phoenix Cell. Hmm. They wouldn't put that in there. And say, well, you need to buy this huge pack to get yeah. one C95, and that's the only way you can get a C95 because yeah. the C is potentially sort of swarmable or spammable, right? right? Yeah. So I don't think that will make sense. So I think if they do the one small and one big, then the small would be something they released before. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, I might bet would be the A wing. Yeah, I, my guess is that yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, there is actually a Phoenix, you know, pilot. Yeah. In the airings, so exactly that makes sense. And 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 also, uh, if they put a uh, like an A wing, they could have like the first I five A wing pilot just to give give A wings. Uh, Praise like the Lord! Like an A. Keep preaching. <laughs> Or even hey, six. Hey. hey, hey. Yeah, I doubt they will have. No, a, no. Uh, but a I mean, there. they could. Yeah, e but, they, but could e they could easily put Hera, Sabine, and Astra. You all, you see all those three fly A wings. Yeah. And oh my God, can you imagine Hera with her with the same ability on an A wing? <laughs> yes. At an I five. So it's like a fire spray with the slave one type title at I five. Basically, yes, but with, with a better dial. Yeah, but also with you know smaller guns. But yeah, yeah. she would be she would be great. Obviously, mm -hmm. I also think that uh, a, a, a Sabine with her ability would work mm -hmm. fine in an A wing. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, give me some of that. That's a wet dream for me. Um. So. So let's say you know you see you see a custom A-wing paint. I'm sure it's going to be a different paint job for the small oh, yeah. ship. Right? Definitely, most definitely. Um, I mean, they're 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 going to have to sell it. Yeah, and so, this is a perfect perfect theme for to sell stuff like just custom paint jobs. Everybody will go nuts. Exactly. So, uh, I think if it's like three small ships, then it would probably be two A-wings and an X-wing. Um, though you don't see Phoenix Cell fly X-Wings, they sort of do later. Yeah. And Hera and an X-Wing would also be a thing. Um, so, so that could work. Um, but still, yeah, but do I'm, they I'm, need to really <laughs> to unleash more T-65s into yeah. an X-Wing? <laughs> it could also be two A-Wings and a B-Wing. No, a B-Wing. I mean, they just released the B-Wing, so... Oh. Yeah, yeah they, and they just released one extra pilot for the B-Wing, so I yeah, guess yeah. the beef lovers should just be happy and yeah, yeah, yeah. go with that. 
But out of those, better on a combination of A's and Y's. Out of those unreleased big pay ships, we only have the twenty four hundred as a as a big big base. But we do have the K wing and the Ark for a medium base. They could use a medium base. They could, but I think I think that twenty four hundred is an obvious choice. Yeah, I don't. As obvious as it, as it gets, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I, I don't want it. Sorry, mm. I don't want. I, I don't want them to focus on the twenty four hundred. <laughs> no, but it could also be two A's and the assault shuttle, actually, because you could probably you probably yeah. don't want more than one assault shuttle. So even though I know I said that it, uh, they wouldn't have an unreleased, uh, previously unreleased small base. If they had to do it with any of them, it should be the assault shuttle or the hawk, because yeah. there you usually only need one, really, right? Yeah, and I think uh, the assault shuttle is higher on the list than the hawk, actually. For rebels, yeah. yeah. I think I think it's kind of cringy to put put the uh, assault shuttle in, into a pack that does not include the VCX. No, but I mean, what are you going to do? You want to put in another ghost pack where you get it with an assault shuttle instead of a sheet of it? Yeah. That would also that would really suck having to yeah. buy that just to get the assault shuttle. Yeah. Whereas, whereas you know you go out and then you, you know you buy the Phoenix Cell Squadron pack and then you buy the Ghost pack, and yeah. now you have you know potentially four small ships and uh, uh, and a Ghost. That would be great. I mean that will that will be a list right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's move on to the Sky Strike Academy okay. Squadron Pack. So, yeah. again, was Rebel reference, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you see Sky Strike Academy in a, in a in an episode of Rebels where Sabine infiltrates, uh, pretending to be a recruit, to yeah. exfiltrate <clears throat> two recruits that want to jump ship, uh, and that is Wedge and. Uh, Hobby. Hobby. Um, so, I think this is going to be an Imperial pack. Uh, the most obvious one is, I mean, the only thing you see they actually teach at that academy is regular TIE fighters. Uh, but I don't think we'll get more TIE fighter pilots because, no, frankly, I, I mean, I think 13 or however many there are is probably enough for now. But you do see the, uh, the academy commander Flying interceptor. Yes. Uh, Vault Scaris is he called, and I think he could be a great sort of I five interceptor pilot, mm-hmm. um, which I think the Empire could really use. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when it comes to you know what else is uh, the Empire, what do they otherwise need? Then well, they sort of need the bomber. But yeah. again, this is a spammable ship, so it's not very likely to get in a pack like this. Uh, the, then there's the Lambda on a big base, and that would be great. I mean, the, I think the Empire is missing the Lambda, and more Lambda pilots would be fantastic for the Empire yep. with, with interesting new abilities, so we don't. it's not just Jenden and Psy all the time. Yeah. Now we have the Punisher and the Feeble Aggressor and the Gunboat. Um, and the Phantom. 
And the Phantom. Um, and but the again, Phantom. and the Tigressor. Yeah. And <laughs> so, and then they, then they have the Brute coming. But if the leak is true, then we'll have that in a separate pack. So it's not yeah. going to be in here. So I would say that the most, uh, my best bet would be a Lambda and an Interceptor. Yes. Um, Either that or a Lambda and a Striker. They might put up the Striker. Oh. If, 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 that's, the, if that's the thing. Yeah, I think if, if, if they wanted to put in some more Strikers, then I think it would probably be more like two Interceptors and a Striker. Yeah. Or or vice versa, <laughs> one interceptor, two staggers, possibly. Yeah, I mean they could also put like two interceptors and a reaper because they sort of been wanting to re-release the reaper, but I just don't think it's a good move. I sort of really re-release it, and not in like yeah, because the reaper and the U wing came in this sort of 1.0 packaging with 2.0 stuff inside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think the Lambda will be fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. And who knows? I mean, there are some of the more sort of defensive pilots. I could really see uh, Del Mico, uh, wow. who we usually see as a Thai pilot, but mm -hmm. um, who actually in canon also flies Lambdas. Yes. And he has this sort of, well, if something shoots at you and it's damaged, then you can reroll a green die, I think. Is that, is that what it is? I think that's that's his Inferno Squadron. And that will be, an, an, that'll be a good ability for Lambda, I think. Sort of like a defensive Lambda. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. And then there's to be so Imperial Beef, on the way. Yeah, but still, tell Miko he was a traitor, so... Yeah, you, maybe. You, you haven't. You haven't. Yeah, I have. Play, played Battlefront. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, he was a traitor. They all were, except uh, except Gideon. Yeah, I know. And he went on to become First Order. So. Yeah. We have. We all get him in the side. Yeah. Okay, and then we have the Fukutifs and Collaborator Squadron Pack. <laughs> Fugitives, uh, yeah. <laughs> are we assuming it says fugitives? Yeah. Um, it's most likely scum. And <laughs> it's most likely scum. Uh, it, I guess it in theory could be the resistance pack they promised, but I don't know if I'm going to entertain that idea. Yeah, yeah, I doubt it. Because it's collaborators as well. So it's, yeah. I mean, collaborators with the resistance. Yeah, I, still, I, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah, but I mean, collaborators can mean many things, right? Yeah. Um, Fugitives. Yeah. If we're so, going with a one big base and one small base, we don't really have a lot of options. It's basically just a shadow caster. I think the Shadowcaster is the perfect fit because if you look yeah. at if you look at it, then I mean, if you look at both uh, Ketsu it's, and Sabine, it's it yeah, it's, they it's are both they are both of them are both fugitives because they actually yeah. went AWOL from the Imperial Academy, yeah, and they are also collaborators. Sabine more than Ketsu, but Ketsu is also collaborating with the rebels. So yeah, 
So the ship, sh- ship, ship is canon as well, both yeah. from Re- Rebels and from uh, 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 well, Episode 9. Right? Oh, is it in 9? Yeah, I think we saw it in 9. Oh, great. Uh, so, I mean, that is like an obvious thing. Um, mm. Then I actually sort of think that if you could put the Hawk 290 next to it, that would be my dream scenario. Mm-hmm. Again, because so that would be two previously unreleased scum ships, which would, which would be great. But the Hawk is one of those where you could probably get away with just having one. Mm-hmm. And um, and there's also some, you know, the uh, what is he called? Uh, Paylob. He also fits the futures and collaborators uh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. You can also say Nim. Um, I mean, there was a reason that he was also a rebel pilot in uh, mm-hmm. uh, in 1.0, right? Because he eventually yeah, yeah. Turned, turned rebel. Um, yeah. So he could probably also fit, but I don't know. But usually, I mean... The thing is, I actually I looked through all the scum pilots trying to figure this out because mm-hmm. they they tend to be, you know, somewhat on par with these titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not they're usually not totally off. No. And yeah. and actually, most of the most of the scum pilots, if you look into their background, they are either bounty hunters or they are uh, like uh, working for one of the cartels. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would not fit into fugitives and collaborators. Yeah, but then again, they might put put down a completely new ship with a Razor's Crest. It's possible. Yeah, I guess it is. Anything is possible. Yeah, and I, I would assume the Razor's Crest would at least be a medium based, if not large. Probably, probably medium. Probably medium, yeah. yeah. And that is certainly a fugitive. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you watch uh, the, the, what do you call, what was it, the third episode of uh, Clone Wars television series? Third episode in the sixth series is actually called Fugitives. Uh, in the latest season? Season six. Season six. What is that about? Mm. <clears throat> Let's see. Clone Wars episode three, season six. Fugitive. Uh, okay, let's see. The Lost Mission. Uh-huh. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. That's the uh, that's the one with the clone who uh, male fun- malfunctions because he triggers already sixty six um, too early, sort of by accident. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. Eh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so. I really hope that 
this if they re-release all this and they don't add new pilots then it's a little bit sad I hope they take the chance to you know if there's an A-wing in there then add some more A-wing pilots and mm-hmm. the same for the Lambda the Interceptor or even the Lancer yeah. I think the yeah. Lancer may not need it as much but <clears throat> um, no no not really but like you say, it'll be awesome to get some more pilots for those awesome iconic ships. I mean, they, they did really well with re-implementing re- the Lambda into 2.0. Getting more pilots for it would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the only thing I could think about with the Lancer was they could add... Uh, there's not that many... There's not much that cannon on other Lancers apart from Ketsu's, but we do know that a Sasuke one and it has a name. Uh, I think it's called the Banshee. Um, so they could add another title in there. Mm-hmm. Possibly. I mean, if you could, if you put it on something that either did something with the Force, like uh, spend a Force to roll an extra die in your mobile arc, or something like that, that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just straight up gave the mobile arc one dice more. Or veteran turret gunner effect, or something. Right, that could be, that could be interesting. I really love the Lancer, but um, I know people's take are very different on them. But I do think that their intention is that these squadron packs will be a way to start the game without buying the core set. Yeah. Um, oh, I think it'll be like that. Yeah, like the like the Republic and uh, CIS sets were. Yeah, I think that's a smart move. Mm, I do so too. Uh, basically, easier access for new players to start the game, and will probably mean more players. And and as we know, players tend to not just buy into one faction. Yeah, and it's the funny thing that it can actually, you know, bring more people in mm-hmm. because it looks like you can buy into just one faction, right? Yeah. Where yeah. There, I've actually seen people that says, oh, I don't want to course that because I'm not going to, I'm only going to play Rebels, so I don't want to yeah. pay for two TIE Fighters or... Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, have you seen the cost of the course set? It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. So I think for Rebel and Empire, and that's actually why it surprises me a little bit that these two factions are on the first to get, but on the other hand, if you look at them and also say, well, they're also going to expand the range of pilots for some of these ships, then I I think that Rebel Empire and Scum really needs that, because that's the only thing keeping these factions, you know, even a little bit fresh. Yeah. Because the other four factions are still getting releases. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I mean, I think it was obvious that there's so many, um, so many of the ships. I mean, I love what they did with the conversion kits, mm-hmm. but I do get a little bit sad when I look at my, you know, my interceptor pilots, and I have two named pilots, and then mm-hmm. I have two generics, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and. That is the case for a lot of ships. It's the interceptors like that. The B wing is mm-hmm. like that. The A wing is like that. Where they sort mm-hmm. of did, you know, 
one 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 I one or I two generic, one I three and or I four generic, and two named pilots, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's a four ship thing, um, and I mean, how many of them are like that? It's so much, so so many. Yeah. I mean, that's how the <clears throat> A wing, the B wing, um, the C, both are, both are rebel and scum, the E wing, right. Yeah. The K-wing, I mean, it's it just keeps going like that. Some of them only, I mean, the K-wing only have three ships, uh, yeah. three pilots. So, yeah. so it would be great. I love pilot variety, and it's a good way to expand the game. Yeah, okay. I like it. So, I mean, if if if, if that's the thing we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It it might be something completely different, but. I doubt it though. I doubt it. I I think it's really plausible what we're talking about. Okay. Anyways. Um we're out of news. We are out of news. <laughs> uh yeah. however, I do have uh something I need to say. Yep. Because um we had previously in the start of these corona times, we talked a lot about, you know, uh, playing virtually, mm-hmm. and at that point, I expressed some rather strong opinions on why I thought Vassal was way superior to TTS, mm-hmm. and I also, I think, believe cited specific areas where I thought TTS was lacking. Um, and just in case anybody was stupid enough to follow, you know, my thoughts on the matter, I sort of felt like I have to acknowledge that most of these things. Uh, most of the issues that I had with uh, with TTS have been fixed, at least partly, most of them completely. So you do have things in TTS now, like uh, proper locks of dice roll, the arc and range check, uh, bump checks, and so on has been improved. And they put a lot of stuff in. So I really want to take my hat off to the, uh, to the X-Wing TTS dev team, They've done crazy things, and I mean, every week or two weeks or however often they release, and I, I see their patch notes. That's like yeah. so much stuff in there. Um, yeah. I mean, if you play one of the solo uh, variants like uh, Hot AC or Flight Group Alpha and stuff, they built the freaking AI into TTS now. Yeah. So you don't have to sit there and say, "Oh, this wiring would do this now," uh, or whatever. Um, but that's just fantastic. I think I still prefer Vassal, uh, mm-hmm. but it but it, it sort of comes down to and that now I have to say this is this is personal preference. This is not you know sort of like real arguments. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, I really like it. You can even I think you can even paint ships. <laughs> In TTS now. Oh yeah, that is so that's so cool. <laughs> and and I will absolutely admit any day if I'm watching a stream, I want a TTS stream. I don't want to watch a Vassal stream. No. Uh, yeah, perhaps for some things. Uh, I mean, I don't mind it when you know a guy like Ollie uh, puts on Vassal stream and speaks over it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just gonna watch a game, then TTS games are so much prettier to look at. I mean, you can almost yeah. forget that it's not just video. Yeah. Okay. okay. 
Oh. Now, we were sort of expecting the points change, um, but um, I don't know. I mean, I think that might be some hot takes here. Do you guys have mm -hmm. hot takes? Yeah. In the... reference to what? Point to, to points changes. So what I'm saying is that, you know... I, f I often feel like they they either nerf or bump the things uh, that don't really need it. If you, I yeah, if you, yeah, I agree. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, if if you're building, let's say, let's say, uh, let's take Papa for for instance. Mm -hmm. They would. Just think of okay, slave one title is the problem. Let's nerf the slave one title. Yeah. Does it make Papa that much worse? Just dropping it off? No, not really. So I, I think it is about that they are they're they're usually correct in figuring out which lists yeah. needs nerfing. But the way they then go about doing that nerf to that list. Yeah. Is sometimes you know a little bit of sort of hit or miss, right? Because sometimes they're like, "Oh, we'll nerf that part," and then everybody who plays it is like, "Okay, but you know, that was not really the important part. I can just change it right. to this, and then yeah. my list is still ninety-nine percent, you know, overpowered." Um, yeah. So I mean, we saw it back last point change. We have the sys swarm, mm -hmm. and they just went. The only thing they really nerfed was seer. Because most yeah, people yeah, were flying yeah. with Seer because it's a great ability in theory. Yeah, um, Seer wasn't the problem. <laughs> and and that was, and they were just like, well, vultures are probably fine, right? Mm. And they were not, right? No. Um, and I mean, I sort of feel a little bit about at least the first Phantom nerfs was just mm. like, oh, it's just a Duke problem. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cute. Let's just adjust Duke a little bit. It'll be fine. I mean, Duke is seven points. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy expensive. But I still feel that you know, I know Duke is good, and Duke is and I'm not gonna say that Duke is not good if you have four of them, and they, I'm not gonna say it's not gonna be better the more you have. Um, no, I mean if you bulk it, I mean that's if you spam if you spam, spam Duke, it becomes way better. But a single Duke is not worth seven points. Absolutely not. Um, and uh, four dukes is not worth twenty-eight points. No. So, um, but I just felt that they were sort of shying away from just saying, "Okay, perhaps the sigmas just need to be priced up." Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And then Duke could still be have a relevant place on the defender or even on the Naboo, right? But with the price you pay for the Naboos, there's no way you're gonna put Duke on those things. No, no. But in this instance, they're kind of trying to fix. <laughs> Hello, kitty. <laughs> they're trying to fix like a, a, a design flaw they did, whereas Duke Duke could have worked. Like uh, you have to spend the evade. Yeah, yeah. I, then it would have been fine on the phantoms. 
yeah, yeah. but Fan phantoms wouldn't use it then no 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 but it would have been a it would have been a fine upgrade on the defender or the naboo or uh you might sometimes use it with whisper yeah uh because you were like oh well i'm gonna hit so it's fine uh, yeah, but I mean, but yeah. obviously the the biggest design flaw with Duke was it wasn't bullseye. Should have yeah. should have just been bullseye from the start. But yeah. anyways, so so they're in a, need to talk in a about bit Duke. of a hole. No, but they're in a bit of a hole. So I, yeah. I like the incremental, non like volatile changes they're trying to make. Even if it doesn't pan out exactly like they were thinking in theory or something like that, I mean they'll just implement that uh, next time. Yeah, so I can I, I, that. I, I, I don't have a I don't have a problem with them being incremental. I actually think being a little bit careful is probably better than overreacting. Yeah. But yeah. I think my main problem is that if you have this problem, right? You say, okay, the sigma plus duke is a problem. Now I need to decide which one to point out, and that's always hard mm -hmm. because yeah. when you if you put the points on the sigma, then you're saying, well, I'm gonna price you as if you took duke. Yeah. So that's one approach, which is technically bad for the Sigma because then flying Sigmas mm -hmm. without Duke is you're actually overpaying, right? Yeah, but you, right. In the other hand, you if you do it on Duke, um, then you're sort of saying, well, I'm going to have to price you as if you put it put it on a Phantom. Yeah. And I think or put it on something that gets free of eights, really. No, really specifically a Phantom where you're going to have more than one of them. Because even with a three of eight, it's not yeah. worth seven points. It's not worth seven points on the defender. Yeah, I agree. It's not worth it there. It may be. It may be on some of the really high cost named defenders, because yeah. they're they're worth so many points already that mm -hmm. making them more expensive is almost a feature rather than a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just chopping off the bid, and rather than uh, adding an extra ship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're at the if you are at the point already where well, if this guy dies, then I've lost the game anyway. Mm -hmm. Then you mm -hmm. might as well use from the bed. Uh, so, uh, so I think, and I think it's hard, and you see it in many places. Like, do you want to cost proton torpedoes? Uh, uh, let's if you look back at wave one, where you have sort of red line with advanced sensors and proton torpedoes. Mm -hmm. Those three cars in combination were undercosted. So what did they do? Well, I think they ended up bumping up all three of them, which yeah. was perhaps not bad. No. But in the end, then if you look at Redline in isolation, then he's probably too expensive if you don't put upgrades on him. Oh yeah, you don't you you don't fly him otherwise. So you sort of pay for the slots. <laughs> Which is a little bit weird. Um, yeah, it is and it isn't because you wouldn't really fly Redline without some type of upgrades, right? Okay, but let me put it another way: if you decided that I want to fly Redline, I'm going to fly mostly as a bomber, mm -hmm. then you're probably also doing it wrong, and you should have brought Death Rain instead, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah or yeah. even if you if you take Death Rain, that is what it's called, right? I always. Mm. Deathfire is the type armor, and Death Rain is yeah, the Punisher, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, so if you yeah. take Death Rain, if you don't mm -hmm. put bombs on them, you're doing it wrong, right? right. But on the mm -hmm. other hand, if you only put bombs on them and you don't put, you know, either at least missiles or probably yeah. torpedoes, then you're mm -hmm. also doing it wrong. So 
yeah, I don't know. I just think it's hard, and I, I think we see it with a lot of cards where it's like, well, this card has to be this much because in this situation it is worth that. Uh-huh. And I think it's difficult, but I mean, on the other hand, I don't want to get to a point where every ship has its own upgrade cost table. That would be yeah. horrible. Uh, yeah. But then again, yeah. I mean, they they could just be just just uh, changing points just for the fun of it, just to mix up the meta. I no, think I, I, I don't no. see anything wrong with that either. No, I, I agree. Just, okay, I, 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 I just don't want to see the Phantom anymore. Just let's bump the price. Not, not right. necessarily out of existence, but no, no. But I agree, and I, and, and, and I think and, they do. I mean, yeah. there are parts of the changes that we see that are just yeah. to change up the meta a bit. Yeah. Sure. Which like is, the last rebel changes, I think that was more, more or less just to you know take out the focal point of the rebel meta. Yeah, but they missed mark there. They should have done done something with a U wing there in that case. Well, they kinda... did in the Cassian, the one that matters. Yeah, that that was just for the hyperspace. I, I'm talking about the extended as well. No, no, but they they did price up Cassian. They, they priced yeah. up, but but they didn't touch the other U wings. Yeah, right? yeah, sure. Uh, so you still have quad U out there. So, but I actually think Rebel Beef is an excellent example of this. Uh, mm. Let's go for the list. So they just went in. They took everything in the list. Wedge, Braylon, Tan, and Cassian. And then there were a few occasions where one of them was Dutch instead. Mm-hmm. So they took these five ships and they raised them all. And then they raised Leia crew because she was also a common denominator. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also raised... the, uh, what do you call it, the, the, the coordinate guy. The, yeah, that, that, that was I think cool. he was he was, I, he was raised before. He was raised yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. All right. One. He was raised because at the, the same same, uh, same time as Leia. Escape craft was running out of control. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I just think that you know, in, in the scenario they ended up doing, they were like, "Let's just leave the other U wings alone. There's no way that Quad U can become a problem." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then six months later, they were like, "Why is Rebel not succeeding? Let's drop all the all the other U wings, right?" Mm-hmm. How come? How come? How come? Hey. Hey, welcome. Thank you. Glad you could yeah. make it. Yeah. yeah. We'll almost solely be talking about you the whole episode. Oh, okay. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, but we're almost done, right? So, so this one I'm not going to listen to then. All right. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're talking about like a points change hot takes. Okay. Uh, what do I need to know? I haven't had an opportunity to look at anything in Albany. <laughs> okay. So... So I think what the little exercise that I was hoping we could run is to sort of say what kind of, and this is sort of like really putting on the pessimistic hat, but Mm -hmm. what kind of mistakes do you think that FFG could be making this time? And to give you you an example of what I'm looking for here, uh, let me start. So you could go out and say, oh, all these crazy droid swarms, they have struts. So let's just increase struts. And Vultures and Huena, the base price is probably fine. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, okay, so yeah, structs uh, are not the problem. They are so not the problem. Absolutely, which is the point, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Just uh, like I always say, lower lower struts down to zero and raise the price for everything Just instead. Um, yeah, I agree with you. That's that's a, that would be a mistake to raise the strut price. Mm. Another pro I mean I, I mean I talked about one one scenario like with Baba. Yeah. Raise raise the price of the slay one title. Without ac acknowledging that Baba is pr probably Baba and Mall is probably the problem. Yeah, I mean I, I, I would actually acknowledge that the slave one title is you know absolutely <laughs> undercosted at one point. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I agree oh, yeah, with yeah. that. I, I, I agree with that. But I mean, you can compare it to, uh, what is it called? Uh, the Seasoned Navigator, mm -hmm. which does pretty much the same thing, but gives you a stress, and it costs seven points. Yeah. And a cruise slot, <laughs> right? Yeah. So um, so perhaps Slave 1 should be 10 points? I don't know. Um, uh, perhaps it should be initiative-based, but it seems a little bit silly because, I mean... When the true, the rightful owner of Slave One is Baba, and uh, yeah. you want him flying Slave One, not some other mojo, <laughs> right? So, yeah. um, but I mean, if they went ahead and did that, that's fine. I mean, if they want to do it initiative based. Um, so, um, but I just think that thinking that Slave One is all the problem is a mistake. And if they raised it to like 12, 12 points or 15 points or 10 points or whatever they did, then I think I'll, we would figure out that there's a lot of bubble players mm -hmm. who would just, you know, not take Slave 1. Yeah. And they would probably still be, they would be slightly worse, but they, Slave 1 is not winning them games. No. I mean, unless, because, I mean, what are they doing? I mean, they're just sort of, oh, no, you blocked my Baba. Okay, that was the first reroll, at least. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I still have Maul, right? Um, Maul is actually another interesting one, because mm -hmm. I don't think there's... I mean, we know for the Force is good, and Force yeah. crew is generally good. We've seen it with mm -hmm. Fifth Brother and so on. But I don't mm -hmm. think there are any ships like Baba, who can benefit so much from that single force point. No. Um, That's true. Because it just becomes so goddamn tangy. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, if, they were, if they're going to address Baba, they're going to have to look at it from multiple angles and incremental increases on a lot of stuff, I think. Well, why not then just increase Baba? Exactly. It comes down to this. Yeah. The problem might not be the card. Perhaps the problem is the platform, right? Yeah. Um, and that's why I mentioned Papa first. Yeah. And, and I mean, then maybe Papa more. We've seen like we've seen Baba in various sizes have success. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, lately has mostly been the sort of around 110 point Baba with most of the stuff, right? But we've mm -hmm. seen before that people have succeeded with a much, much slimmer Baba as well, yeah. where he only has Slave 1, or he only has Maul. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I mean, I think if you if you ran Baba just with mole, you have a mm -hmm. very high percentages of the uh, of the effect. Of course, it's nice to have a bomb. It's nice to have fearless. It's nice to have contraband. Um, it's but I would say Baba with mole is it's ninety ninety percent of a fully loaded Baba. You're getting ninety percent of the effect of a fully loaded Baba just with those this single upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Sure. Um, yeah. And I is that enough? Is that enough to make him like balanced within it? I mean, it. it well, this is maybe a badly worded or poorly worded question, but I mean, how much do we need to uh, trim off of Boba's? Tankiness, or you know, overall uh, massiveness, to make him like balanced within the context of the rest of what we have. Do you, does that make sense as a question? I mean, is it not? Is it is ninety percent of what he is today? Is it eighty percent of what he is today? I mean, what is what would be the the rough? I don't know. I think we really want Baba to be good. I mean, it's oh, certainly yeah. FFD want Baba to be good. He's sort of the yeah. iconic, just like they want Luke and Vader and mm -hmm. Anakin and so on to be good. And, and that's yeah. not a problem. And they want them to be played. And, and that's also not a problem. But I think Baba fundamentally will always be somewhat hard to do because he has probably more than any other uh, pilot in the game, he has true passive mods. He can re do those rerolls just as many times as he freaking cares. And you can't really find that many other things with that effect. Sort of Braylon has it, but only when stressed. Mm -hmm. um, and at least there, then defensively, okay, she's going to roll one evade every time, maybe. Um, but she doesn't have a crew slot to get the force to, to really make sure that she rolls one of eight, and still it's only one. Baba soaks two every time. Mm -hmm. Well, at least a lot of the time he soaks two. Yeah. And he very rarely soaks none, right? So, yeah. uh, and he's an offensive monster. So again, if it was like one or the other, he only had them for offense, or he only had a certain number of charges or something. And I think yeah. that's how they would design Baba today. But I mean, the, the problem really isn't, though, in that context. It isn't so much Baba or the fact that Baba is strong. It, it is what you can play with Baba and still have this massive bid. Right. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's the whole aggregated sum of what you build around him. So, and so, again, the question comes, you know, what would bring what would bring it down to a level where it is competitive, yeah, and Boba is mm -hmm. good still, well, but yes, but, but not maybe a, this dominating force where you just you, you either build to hard counter or, or you know, you just don't have a chance. Okay, I, I, I want to mention one thing. Okay, Boba is obviously super good, but with that massive bit, we are most, most often seeing like Boba Fan, and mm -hmm. Boba Fan uh, isn't doing anything drastic in Extended. But it is a monster list in hyperspace, and that's because there aren't really that many I6s there, mm -hmm. and the best I6 in hyperspace is actually Fen. True. But that, but in in extended, you have a lot of I6s, good I6s that can hunt Fen quite well. 
So the Boba lists we are seeing in Extended are more often like Boba Koskar or Boba something else. Mm-hmm. But Boba Fan in Extended is still really good. I mean, it's a really, really good list still. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, it is a great list, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm not really sure that I would say that it is... Yeah, it's probably, I mean, in hyperspace, the power curve for everything except for the bubble lists yeah. are lower, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the droid swarms, they are almost also on almost on extended power levels. Mm-hmm. So obviously, they are all going to do fine in hyperspace. Boba Koshka is also fine in hyperspace. Yeah. Uh, the Jumpmasters also um, <laughs> hyperspace, isn't that? Yeah. So you can also fly Boba Dengar. Yep. I mean, the real difference you see is that, oh, I don't want the Hall upgrade, I want the Shield upgrade now. I mean, mm-hmm. most of the other things are in there. So I think that is sort of like one thing. But if we only look at Extended, then I think what we've seen lately is that there's a lot of these bubble players who figured out that they don't need an 18-point bet. So they trash Ben for one or two other things. Exactly, um, and, and 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 that and are able to play the bubble build even if they increase the prices dramatically. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, so I think there's. I don't think there's any realistic way where you price bubble to a way where you can fly bubble fen with a rather fat bubble, but they might do it to a point where it's now reasonable to actually underbid you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and because and, you only have like a five point bid or something. And I, I guess that could be that could be great. But uh, but you can you can really take away on some of these like Boba Koshka, Boba Dengar, Boba Dengar, Gagor, uh, these kind of builds. Uh, then even just a few points on Boba or some of his sort of uh, stable upgrades would make a huge difference. And I think yeah. it's yeah. also interesting because I think it actually shows that Slave 1 probably isn't worth 15 points or 10. And, I mean, even if you do the comparison to Season Navigator, then what I would tell you is probably, okay, Season Navigator is not worth it. No, the, no one is using Season Navigator. No, no the, no, the, but, the thing but, there is but, with Season Navigator is that it would probably be worth it in this particular perfect list where it is absolutely everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, but if people the, can the fly thing, Boba, the thing, yeah, sorry, go ahead. The, the thing about Boba and his builds, it, everything that you're putting on him in the most popular builds synergizes within that zip so perfectly. I mean, he is an I five. He gets to change his maneuvers. He wants to be range one. He's okay mm-hmm. with bumping. He can get regenerative uh, force uh, again, and 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 everything in that makes all the other builds so much better. So you want to like raise it up to a point, I think, where where uh, taking either slave title or mall, you know, where that's a decision if you want to have a competent ship with him. With some upgrades, yeah, but yeah. every everybody would just pick Mole then. Yeah, sure. What do you but mean? Then he, then he doesn't get do you, the I five escape. Yeah. 
What, what do you mean everybody would choose? So, so if you if they were choosing between mole and slave one, mole or slave one, yeah, mole yeah. every day, all day. Yeah. yeah, but that's fine. Then you, you don't, don't get all the things. You have yeah. to choose. Yeah, but I, I agree but, with Ayat. I, I think it's an excellent point. I, I, and I, I recall that we've had similar discussions sometime in the past around things like this, where you know, it, it's it, it's not something to be taken for granted that you can have all of these things. And that goes no. back to the question, you know. So at what point, you know, how much do we need to trim off of Boba, you know, mm -hmm. in this percentage-wise, to to say, well, he's a fair competitive ship now. He doesn't have all of the trimmings. You have to pick and choose. You can pick and choose, and you're going to get these different flavors. You're, you're just not going to have, like, you know, almost, you know, almost this vanilla-flavored boba, with, with, which, you know, isn't incidentally vanilla at all. It's just everything on it. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I feel it's okay if boba has everything, but it's, it should be possible to underbid. Ah. Uh. Uh, yeah, I think the fully loaded Boba should probably sort of in total, if he went up by like, let's say 10 points mm -hmm. total, perhaps even yeah. 12, then that would probably be fine. Um, but I think the real issue here is that Boba has a really good pilot ability. Yeah. If you then add the title, then you'll have almost like what would, for other pilots, also be sort of a pilot ability level title, right? He has Initiative 5. He's generally flying a fantastic ship because it has it has almost no sort of direct weaknesses. It has a decent dial. It can turn tight. It can fly fast. It can fly slow. It can it can fly over you, and it has both a rear arc and a freaking bomb slot. So actually, for me, they could almost not touch him. But just remove Boba's crew slot and say he works alone. Boom. Yeah. Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. That that's also a pretty 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 valid point. If you do that, if you if you screw the crew slot, and you then perhaps you know just to say that okay, we acknowledge slave one at one point was stupid. Let's put it up to like three or five. Fine. Mm. Then I think then I think everything will be great. Because Baba would, would have more would you would you only take it off Baba? Mm, I don't know. I, I mean think... I mean Koska with Maul would be awesome as well. Yeah, yeah. not half as but... awesome because yeah. uh, you wouldn't have all the defensive rerolls that Baba has. No. So it's all about with the and, defense. It's about she's stacking people. on top of top on top of top, right? So now you have rerolls and force. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I mean, Koska is good, but and we obviously know force is good, but like like Jan said, with all those offensive or defensive rerolls. As well with the force. So I, I, I think we need to I think we need to kind of come to a, come to some sort of I don't know bottom line here. What are, what are we saying? We well, want we, we, those, we, are, those are hot takes. Yeah, don't <laughs> have to be. What? Don't have to make sense. There's no conclusion. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't have to be. Oh, no, okay. no. All right. I mean that was, I, I mean, was last I mean, time. 
we're, we're even doing hot takes the wrong way. It just it should be yeah. a bold and ludicrous statement that which yeah, everyone yeah. disagrees yeah. with. But okay. but you know, okay. yeah. But you can you can make your point out. Yeah. Okay. So so, um, so what upgrades are usually on the Fang fighters, the quad Fang fighters, right? So there there are two kind of specific ones. One is fearless, um, right? Yeah. Fearless. Yeah. Or just outmaneuver on fan. If, yeah. if you're using that type, I think I think I think those two need to increase in points. Why? Fang fight four Fang fighters aren't doing anything. Oh, there are basically uh, I mean, two. There guys, are basically two guys playing it. Guys, we we that's have, me you, and Young. You, you, okay, you, just guys, said that, you just said guys, that I don't have to. We had this discussion last time. This exact <laughs> discussion. Yeah. We had, you know, last time. Okay. Uh, I would actually go the other way, and I will say, and I'm not saying because this is like a reverse object. It's actually it's more of a shift take that I'm blaming FFG of taking, even though they haven't taken it yet. But I could be afraid that they will go like, oh, I mean, we dropped the I4 fangs, but nobody is really playing them except for this strange Gisli guy and this Yan guy. Yeah. Uh, but if you look at the Space Jam data, there's not, you know, if there's one squad squadron every now and then, it doesn't do very well. Let's just <laughs> drop these I4 fangs some more. Oh. And Can that, you imagine four uh, fangs all without maneuver instead of fearless? Oh, yeah, gosh. with a bit. <laughs> yeah, with a bit. <laughs> I mean, just because really people good. aren't playing it doesn't mean it's not good. Exactly. No, and that is it, that is yeah. an important point, Green. No, but just just the real reason that I want want this oh. to happen is because I just love trolling Gisli's lists whenever he's playing. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, we forgot a segment. Okay, we have another <laughs> segment after this one. I have to brag. Yeah, the funny thing, the funny thing, all all of my lists that I play get nerfed. That means I'm picking good lists, right? Yeah. It actually is. You're, actually you're the flavor of a month, of you. guy. No. Am I though? No. I took I took three phantoms to worlds. <laughs> because you... Yeah. Uh, let's remind. I mean, <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> I mean, you don't hit the bullseye every time, clearly, Gisli, because free phantoms no. were not nerfed after worlds. No, I know. I know. That's that's what I was saying. Okay. I'm not the flavor of the month guy, but I have never hit the mark. At world. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> I think the only sort of really flavorful of the month thing you've played was was uh, four phantoms, and before you start, I know you played them before they got popular. So hence, yeah. you are you have moral high ground. Yeah. And you also had four dukes and killed things. Yeah. But it was three dukes and a crack at the point where you did it. I don't remember. No, I never used crack. Okay. So, so what about you yeah, know? Elliot, Elliot. Yeah. Uh, and on, the, on the rebel side, what, what, what do we want to see there? Oh, rather, oh. what are you afraid that FFG will do, which would be wrong? Because that's actually the topic. Okay, that is the topic again, yeah. So, what are we afraid that FFG is going to do that would be wrong? Um, I am afraid that I'm afraid that they're going to take passive sensors and lower them. Oh, yeah, that would be a mistake. And lower them? Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, you you are allowed to be afraid of that, but yeah. I mean, but uh, which I rebel ships cares about I, that? I seriously don't no, no, that, that was just off the rebel track. It was just in general. What am I afraid that they will do? 
I'm I'm afraid yeah. they're gonna do that. Passive sensors is basically it's a broken card. Mm-hmm. You know that. Mm-hmm. It is. And it's mm-hmm. it's it's funny thing, it's it's broken at so much other level than what we thought it would do in the beginning. Remember? Yeah, we were, we were super like the, afraid of, you know, low the, initiative, cheap chips that would just approach some yeah, windows on everybody. Yeah, lots yeah. of tie SFs and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the issue there. Yeah. Well, it, it's su- seriously good with tie SFs. Don't get me wrong. It's really good with tie SFs. Yeah, but it's stupid on phantoms in general. Not just right. Whisper, but in general. Yeah. But you get are so you... much bang for the buck in that thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Are Are we talking about passive sensors? Yep. Yeah. Hakon, was that your? Yeah, that's where Hakon went. He started talking about rebels, and then he went into passive sensors. So now we're talking about passive sensors. Yeah, because okay, you, you, because you 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 reminded me what the topic was. What, what am I afraid that FFG is going to do that would be wrong? That's the topic. Yeah. Okay, and you and you said passive sensors because yeah, I so thought I'm you were talk, talking about uh, uh, trajectory simulator, but I don't know. I oh just, no! Oh, that's terrible, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's oh, what yeah, I was yeah, just thinking. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard you start dropping that thing again. That would be horrible. Oh, oh that would be terrible. Mm-hmm. Nobody <laughs> wants trajectory simulator. <laughs> I, I'm not really concerned about passive sensors. I am. However, if they would lower trajectory, that would be terrible. I mean, passive is, it's a broken card. Let's just face it. I mean, if, if we're talking about phantoms, I mean, there's nothing stopping phantoms just to take targeting computer and, let's say, fire control. And we're and back to the that, phantom show. No, 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 because, because, because we were talking about how broken... Passive is we were phantoms. actually moving into talking about how broken trajectory simulator is. Yeah, but you always manage to wiggle back into your phantoms. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think how, it, how I think it, I think it's a great point. I mean, how come? Do you know I have seven phantoms now? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't need to know that. You know. <laughs> and I also have six tie aggressors. Uh, <laughs> that's funny though, know, but. <laughs> There's nothing funny about that many phantoms. It's like it's and like it, and it, an, it's like an addiction. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Sorry, Jan. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think you know, I think they can screw up passive sensors, and I think that it, the easiest fix to do is to just make it initiative dependent. But it's it just goes against everything that Jesus. that card stands for yeah. to make it more expensive at higher initiatives uh, because it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so it needs a rasa, or it or it needs you know being pointed up to a place where nobody buys it, and then they can come How out. How would you errata it? Um, there's several ways. One of them is I could errata that. Uh, uh, you cannot perform any more actions this turn onto it. Mm-hmm. That would stop Vader. I could yeah. errata it so uh, it requires you to have the target lock action to equip it. Uh, then it's off the. Um, then, then it's away from the Phantom, and the first change would actually also stop uh, the SFs. 
Because that's, uh, also, that's also uh, stupid. I would like to see them make a whole lot of a whole lot more of the talents unique. And and always on the upgrades unique. Passive sensors included. I would mm. like to see that as a unique card. I think the point of passive sensors is that it should be spammable on the yeah. because the concept the is the concept yeah. is to enable sort of low, low initiative, initiative. Uh, uh, alpha strike lists. Mm-hmm. Well, that was strike, point, I guess. We think. Yeah, yeah. That was the point. And uh, I mean, I've previously shared my thoughts on how I would have designed a card that do that with the 2020 hindsight well, of seeing the, mm-hmm. how this didn't work out. Well, why do, why wouldn't you just rather though than say it can only be applied to non or, or to uh, to non unique uh, pilots? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I think it breaks the theme. But that would yeah, that I mean, could also work. Yeah, I mean, it isn't really a problem. I mean, it it might become a problem on uh, generic PSFs or generic uh, phantoms if we're talking about more phantoms. But I, I don't see that happening, though. But in the end, there's like almost every the- every ship that has a system slot will be. Passive sensors is in consideration for that slot. Yeah. Because it's that good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Um, but on Phantoms, isn't the target lock really the pretty similar statistic statistically as the focus action? Yes, it is. I mean, on every ship. Yeah, but not on yeah, Whis- it, not on, But Whisper has sort of fit rather in the back seat, right? Yeah. So, and if you have that, then you'd rather take a target lock. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I also think when you when you arc dodge as well as even on Sigmas, I could see you know four Sigmas with the passive, mm-hmm. and if you learn how to fly that. That would be horrible, or I mean, it would be very Dude. good because yeah, you would you mean you might... as in taking the target lock and saving it for next round kind of thing? If you roll well, it... sometimes you just get three natties and okay, great, I keep the target lock. Yeah, are you, are you, are you roll target... are you roll no natties and you say okay, I'm gonna keep the target lock. Yeah. Yeah, but then you could just take targeting computer instead if you're if you're trying to you know keep it for the the optimum attack. Yeah, but but yeah, I know that. But uh, the thing with passive, it doesn't happen until I I at, at the um, uh, ship's initiative, pilot's yeah. initiative. Right. So at that time, you can choose. Okay, now I want to shoot at this target. Right. Then I take target which, which is the which is the intention of the card. Yes, uh, which, which somewhat right. Because yeah, which, which makes it super good, especially like on the world's list. Yeah, I mean, passive on whisper is really really good, but passive on whisper when it doesn't have to decide what to shoot at until Vader has shot already, and possibly uh, the is, Grand Inquisitor have shot as well. Yeah, and possibly yeah. the Grand Inquisitor. That's that's huge. 
That's I agree. so much better. Yeah, because he can right. sit there and wait and say, oh, Vader killed him. Okay, then I can start working on the next one. Yeah. Right. And and that actually matters. And I think that is, if you look at if you look at sort of the balance between the focus action and the target log action, then the focus action is like always going to be somewhat good, but its effect disappears at the end of the round. Whereas mm -hmm. in the target lock, you have to be much more specific. You have to show your opponent what you're going for. You have to make the decision with less information. But if you don't use it, you then get to keep it. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, That's yeah. the balance. Yeah. Right. But, passive, but, but, it, but I'm not but really concerned about a, a, this upgrade, particular upgrade, on a Phantom, like I am on a five-tie... Uh, five, uh, Special forces kind of thing. But why are you concerned about it in the Thai Cephalos? Because you, because you can't out-initiative it on that first round of engagement? Uh, no, because it becomes a munitions thing, uh, coupled with uh, linked action and uh, being able to, you know, it's just so... What? Uh, yeah, being able yeah. to link off it and having yeah. munitions and moving your arc around on SF, it seems like so much more of a benefit for versus uh, what you pay for it, rather than on a phantom. Okay, you're getting the uh, target lock action, and you can delay the decision to what what you're target locking, but. Doing the focus virtually does the same thing during that round. Yeah. Okay, if you don't yeah. need to use it that round, you can maybe use it next round if you're pointing at the same target. But, you know, I'm not really... It's not a red flag on a Phantom for me. Okay, but I think, I think if you fly an SF, then in 9 out of 10 situations, you would have been able to anticipate whether your arc should be pointing forwards or backwards and it's a wide action to do so uh, or it's a wide link to to do so so I don't think in practice it matters that much I mean if you don't know if you move your SF and take the passive sensors action and don't really know what you're going to shoot whether it's in the in front of you or behind you then I don't think you're winning that game anyway no I mean it's, it's uh, you can't do the target lock and move when you know you have to. You have to die, do either or, you know. Yeah, but but I see sort of the the point of the matter, which is also why I mentioned the SF when I say that's something I want to go away if I were to rather this card. Mm -hmm. Because it feels like, okay, so uh, you sort of have a Luke Gunner on that thing, huh? Right? Yeah, exactly. That's what it feels like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I don't feel that with the Phantom. It's just what I'm saying. Mm. Anyways. Okay. You wanted to brag. I did. I did. So, uh, we had uh, our good friend Jared um, who submitted this excellent... Uh, actually, it was the last love letter, wasn't it? Yep. It's been a few weeks. Uh, uh, poke, poke people sent more love letters. Yeah. Um, but he had he'd flown this um, a Kylo blackout list with Torps and 
all the things optics on both outmaneuver on uh, on blackout and foresight on Kylo I think it was mm -hmm. the big bit and I think when we talked it over here on the show both Kisley and I may or may not have said something to the fact of oh Fangang can take that down any day <laughs> and Jared reached out to uh, to Hokan and was like, eh, I'll take your challenge. Mm -hmm. And that game was uh, Saturday, so two days before this. And uh, Gisli, without absolutely without cheating and without and giving even odds, even odds to both of us, he rolled a die, and I ended up being the one that had to face Jared. Uh -huh. And it was a bit of a scary game, I must admit. I mean, fangs don't like to be proton torpedoes, especially not if they are losing energy in dice uh, while being so. Uh, but it turned out okay, and I won. Yeah. And quite big, actually. Yeah, but I mean, uh, let's just say that uh, I got off to a very poor start. Uh, I had all my fangs in the block, and mm -hmm. I wanted to execute a five straight followed by a one straight boost, and I managed to bump two of my ships. I don't understand how that's possible. Oh, but it's something about the blocks being the, the, the rear are slightly offset, and then you move them in the wrong order. But it actually turned out to be a strategic uh, sort of genius action by me because it put them in a very good position to turn in next turn and almost be aligned. So it was it was quite good, uh, but essentially uh, the game was decided when uh, he sort of had to bet on whether I want to die for Kylo or whether I want to die for Blackout. Yeah, and he thought I would die for Kylo, but I was much more afraid of Blackout. Yeah. Uh, so I died for him, and then he died, and then Kylo was like, "Oh, I will avenge my brother," um, and then he didn't. Um, he got both torps off, but uh, the fangs escaped somewhat, um, mm -hmm. and he ended up getting half on one fang, and then we killed Kylo. Mm -hmm. So, you you defended us with uh, honor. I think so, and I actually tried to uh, uh, to find somebody to stream this, but. Um, and I had one, and then that was cancelled, and I had another one, and that was cancelled. So I do have the log file. Um, but oh, so we can do play-by-play. Uh, -play. We can do a play-by-play, -play, but I think I think it's one of those games where you, perhaps the explanation I just gave over some pictures, but mm -hmm. it's not much longer than that. There was not a lot of sort of tactical brilliance. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Sweet. So, uh, ten, 10 games, you should win how many of those? Oh, uh, if I played that list 10 times? Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Seven, I think. Hmm. Maybe eight. I don't know. I just feel that um, this game is about 
uh, getting in and, and sort of like really knife fighting uh, the silencers. Yeah. Um, because once you're in there, if you sort of make an effort to not be stressed the entire time, which is quite important, uh, then you can deal with them shooting at you because you're probably going to shoot back and you're going to be shooting harder. Um, and you have Concordia and all that. But if they get to fire, if both of them get to fire all the torpedoes, then you're gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he only got, I, Blackout never fired a torpedo. Kylo got both his off. Uh, and did free damage with the first one and a single crit with the with the second one. Yeah. But the reason that the second one did so poorly was because his force pool was, you know, more or less empty by this because he took a lot of fire back. So as long as you can get into knife fighting, then nothing beats an angry Mandalorian in a fang fighter. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and if you block somebody like Blackout, if he's blocked, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> and even you know, even at range free, if he faces the entire fan gang, and he decided that okay, my action this turn has to be a target block because I have to shoot that torpedo, and now I don't have any defensive mods, then at range free he might get a torpedo off. But if I half him in return, which is you know more than likely, yeah. then so I, I don't think it's a good match. Uh, I think there are other things that this squad can super bully. Mm-hmm. And I think it is a good squad. And it is, yeah. it feels, you know, super scary to fly against because, especially Blackout, actually. I, I see of it like it's it, it's a first order style of uh, Fanguri, basically. Ish. Ish, yeah. Yeah. It hits a little. It, it hits a little harder than Guri, but it doesn't dodge. Yeah. Dodge as well. Yeah. And then obviously, I mean, in the current hyperspace meta, it is great. It has a big bid. It has two i fives. In extended. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, other other things that has i sixes in them would. They really don't want that, right? No. No. Yeah. But thanks for a great game, Jared. It was uh, it was fun. Oh. Time's up. Time's up. <laughs> Popcorn's ready. <laughs> anyway, uh, shall we do shoutouts? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, Popcorn, you can start. Uh, um, I'm not going to do a shout out. I'm just going to say that I miss you guys. Uh, miss you too. Miss you a bunch. I also, I also miss yeah. guys. Are, are, are you coming to play tomorrow? No. Um, tomorrow is my mom's last flight as a cabin crew member. And oh. I'm surprising her by showing up on board. Okay. So uh, I'm going actually to Copenhagen and back. Okay. And uh, then uh, there's a she's gonna have like a, a party. So, okay. Yeah. So you're gonna so go she, party she, with she, mom. 
She, so she's quitting yeah. because he wanted to, but not because he was. She's retired. She's right, retiring. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. She's uh, almost fifty years as a cabin crew member. Oh, oh you're <laughs> such a good son. Uh, no, but I have my moments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Okay. I, I also probably won't make it tomorrow. It's my middle Sweet son's stuff. birthday. I have Good. stuff for you. What? Oh. Oh, yeah, I have stuff for you. I was going to bring tomorrow. Huh? All right. Whatever. Oh. Has to wait. be next time then. Yeah. But you know, kid's birthday before X-wing, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're, you're, you're going to be late. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's probable. Yeah. Just put them put put them to bed early, right? Yeah, exactly. On his birthday. Mm. It's my birthday. It's only eight mm. o'clock. I got a bed. And I'm on vacation. And yeah, tough. I mean, but Jan, are you coming tomorrow to Nexus? Uh, you know you... I know I want to, but no. Yeah, you can as well. Yeah, yeah. you could always catch the flight. That uh, how? Yeah, could... I think I, th I think there are available seats still. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> then I could be like, "Hey, lady, I know your son is here, but uh, can I get something served here?" I would never do that. <laughs> There's no service on board. Actually, you're gonna be that very limited. You're gonna be that drunk flight bully. That get gets taped on the seat. <laughs> Well, uh, oh, yeah, and you're going to have a really good time until you get to the airport and somebody sticks like a swab up your nose. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, then you're going to be the drunk, drunk, abusive guy that hurled all over the nurse at the airport. Yeah, because <laughs> somebody stuck the swab too far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it shout outs. Alright, I'm gonna shout out to the only Star Warsy thing I've done since last episode, and that's uh, I've been listening again to the Canon Cantina of uh, Jess oh. and Mike's uh, podcast where they go uh, go through the uh, you know evolution of lore, Luke Skywalker uh, go through the evolution of Luke Skywalker through all the lore. I mean, we know Mike Carpenter. Yeah, yeah, he's a great he, guy. He, he, he was one of the uh, 3.2 company guys. Yeah, yeah that's right, that's right. And we met him a few times. Uh, yeah, 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 great guy. Yeah, so I just wanted to shout them out because they're a really good listen. If you guys want to soak up some some theories about lore and stuff like that, Ken Cantina is a good podcast. <laughs> and I'll also shout out Jesper, maybe? Maybe? Just maybe? No, surprise, surprise. Yeah. yeah. So I'm done. You're done. Okay, great. Okay, I want to shout out uh, the new guys that, are, that have started coming to Nexus. Uh, 
Nice. I met one of I met one of them uh, two weeks ago. I didn't go to Nexus last week. I was busy then. But yeah, he almost beat me. Nice. Yeah, he's a new guy, but he's flying really well. Yeah, but you're that's because you're terrible. Maybe yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if if somebody else can, then I guess. Geasley can also be system open champion Asterix. Yeah, I mean, according to another podcast, I'm a system open champion. Asterix. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a few Asterix on that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just shout out to those new guys. Great to have you, and hopefully you will stay. Okay. Uh, then I'm done. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to shout out my pink boys. Uh, we've started, or some of them have started playing again in, uh, in our main store. Um, so uh, it's fun and games. Uh, we are planning a little, hopefully a few small events soon. It'll be nice. Uh, but also to uh, the Omega Squadron podcast. Um I played one of them in uh, in in, uh, in the Jank Tank, mm-hmm. and we sort of uh, kept talking a little bit afterwards, and have been back and forth. And they shouted me out in their last podcast, so I shout back, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fun little podcast. Uh, they're sort of working on the motto of broadcasting from the bottom tables, um, and they have. I mean, what makes them special, I think, is that they have a law section every time where they go behind the, the law of some of the uh, on some of the pilots you see in X-wing. Oh, they're doing doing kind of the thing that uh, the the old Australian podcast. What was it name? It was an old Australian X-wing podcast that went into the lore of pilots and. Stuff like that. Yeah, it was really, really well done, and, they, and I really like it. And they seem to have a, um, a preference for first order. So, especially if you like first order, uh, then uh, I can really recommend them. They're they're worth a listen. Yeah, it was a hell of a pilot that did those. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, they were really good. They haven't they haven't released the podcast in eighteen months, so. I'm pretty sure they're done. Oh, well. Okay, but uh, that's me. Yeah. And FFG, get a, get us those points. We really they're, want they're them. Gonna, they're going to drop them as soon as we stop recording, I guarantee it. No, they said July. Oh. You haven't seen the latest news? No. Well, how, how, when... They did it. They did it today. I mean, I asked you guys when it came on. What do I need to know? And you said, didn't say this. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, thought everybody knew. Okay. No, they dropped it today that they are postponing it to July. Uh, but they didn't say which year. Okay. So good move. Oh, I have one thing that uh, I want to say. One more thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's 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 kind of a shout out, so it's it's kind of 
on there. Uh, you know, I think uh, I'd just like to put out a shout out to everybody in the community here where we are in Iceland. At least it's it's you know we're getting maybe a little bit too comfortable back. You know, in with the whole distancing and COVID everything, and it might be it might be turning into a tiny backlash. We'll see. Uh, but you know, that's definitely not the situation everywhere, and it's it's definitely getting worse in some places. So, so just a shout out to everybody to buckle down and and stay safe. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, that's great. So, are we done? I think we're done. Sweet. Yep. Now it's just up, up to the editor. He will have to work quickly this time, I think. I yes, and, and, and no, no, we released on Monday, so he's already yeah. like eight hours behind. Yeah, but it's it's it's, yeah. it's you know it's still Monday somewhere maybe. No, it yeah. isn't actually. Yeah. Anyways, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Speaking of newcomers that should yeah. show up, uh, like, uh, Aaron, get your back ass back into Nexus and come play. Yeah, he has your ship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, like a, just a random name that you grabbed out of the cosmos? Or what uh -huh. just happened there? Aaron Tristich. I lent him the uh, Boba Fan list when he started. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Why would, you start, why would you start anybody on Boba Fan? <laughs> I mean that is a crime against everybody. Sure. I mean, oh, you just you just yeah. want the easy win and say, yeah, I beat Boba Fett three times this week. I don't see the big thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. As a rule, as a rule, I do not. Uh, I like play eighty-five percent against a uh, uh, person's first game. Yeah. I oh. do not do all the fancy stuff. You know. Right. Yeah. Does the fancy stuff include, you know, like uh, jousting an entire uh, droid swarm with uh, Jake? No, that means A, it play, just plays beef. There is no fancy stuff with beef. It's just... Oh, so he is at 100%. <laughs> that's what he's saying. <laughs> uh, it's like, I don't, I don't, I gave you a chance. I only did one forwards and took a focus <laughs> the entire game. Until I have to four K. No, no, <laughs> I, I don't do. I don't do silly. I, I like play the game, but I at least would like the new player playing his first game have either a really good chance of winning or winning because I wanted to come back, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to steamroll in the first game. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah say levy, you know, <laughs> you'll get it someday. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I'm quitting. Have, I, I, have I a good night, start, boys. I need to bring this to the editor and yeah. make right. to yeah. You're not. You're not Makes the editor. No, I, I don't smell like the editor does. Correct. Like the producer slash editor. <laughs> <laughs>
You don't right. smell. I, I'm I'm lacking context. How do they smell? <laughs> you will. You, you, will you will get context when you listen back to this. Oh okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, and we okay. we're gonna go under two hours this time. It's magnificent. Thank you. Yeah. I have a bet that calls okay. me. All right. Okay. Bye bye. Take care. Good night. Bye bye. Bye bye. Not even singing, not even breathing, not even living. I'm just been. I feel out, feel like I've been rode hard and put away wet. I, I mean, what she said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, it was a horse reference. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. Right. I'm not so sure of that. Okay, is it going to be good? Or is it just going to be just you know badly know. acceptable, not awful? Yeah. At least. Okay. Mildly entertaining, but mostly painful. <laughs> Maybe. Like mas like masturbating with a cheese grater. <laughs> well, I, 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 I fail to see the entertainment value. Uh, oh, I'm so happy I'm, I'm recording this.